Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. With Fidelity Wealth Management, a dedicated advisor can work with you on a comprehensive plan to help you reach your wealth's full potential. Plus, you'll have access to specialists in estate planning strategies. So you're not just growing and protecting your wealth. You're sharing it. More at fidelity.com slash wealth. Investment minimums apply. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Welcome to the Jill on Money show. It's Valentine's Day, Monday, February 14th. And here's our special Valentine's gift to you. We are going to answer your financial questions. Oh, wait, we do that every day. What should the special Valentine gift be, Mark? What What is the extra special little dish of candy, card, flowers? What do we want to give our listeners today? I'll send you a kiss when I sign off. I'll do that. That seems like I'll blow you a kiss. Anyway, we are the program that tries to take the mystery out of your financial life. We do that by encouraging you to go to our website, jillonmoney.com. Click the contact us button, complete the form, tell us what's on your mind. And then at the bottom of the form, it says, would you be willing to come on the program? If you click yes, Mark will do the rest. That is what Jennifer did from New Jersey. Hi, Jennifer. How can we help you out? Hi, good morning, Jill. I am trying to determine if I need a partner on my journey towards financial independence. Okay. Tell us more. What's going on? Well, my husband and I are, well, we don't have any kids, so that's a yay. Um, And we are 40, (laughs) well, and and as much as we can save money, Mm -hmm. um, or more money, I guess. Uh, We are 45 and 43 and we have had someone take care of our money for the last decade, eight years. Mm-hmm. And um, turns out that he wasn't really doing what we thought he was supposed to be doing. I thought. What he did was you a wait partner. a second? What did you think? What did you think he was doing? Well, I thought he was going to help us make financial decisions, the big stuff, the mm-hmm. where to put the four hundred one k, where to put the IRAs, where to you know insurance, basically. What I've discovered is what a CFP is supposed to do. Is he a CFP? He is not a CFP. What is he? He Is he just a broker? No, no. He is a CFS and a Hmm. CRPC. Now, I just want to say, gang, that uh, I knew these designations, these letters were thrown out in Jennifer's email, and I had never heard of them, and so I actually had to look them up. So I went on to the FINRA.org website because these are different designations. And so what a CFS is, is a certified fund specialist. You either have to have a bachelor's degree or 2,000 hours of financial services work experience. Then you have to complete a self-study program. And there are some exams. I mean, I don't know. I guess it's better than nothing. I never heard of it before. So that seemed weird. The other one is a chartered retirement planning counselor, which is uh, an online instructor-led or self-study course and a final designation 
exam. These two designations are sort of, I don't want to get a CFP because that's like harder and more onerous. So I'll get these other things, but they're just plain old professional designations. I don't know. I'm not like, it's not a CFP and it's not a CFA. So if you go into, this is just something that you guys should know, is that like when you look at all of these different designations, it's a little bit of an alphabet soup and it's tough to understand what anything means. Generally speaking, the gold standard of financial planning is the certified financial planner designation and CFA, which is, you know, it's very difficult exam, I must say. So that is a a chartered financial analyst. That's often the people who are fund managers or money managers. They'll have that one. And of course, the CPA, which has its own designation for planning. So um, if you're a CPA, you can do something called the PFS, which is a personal financial specialist. So those are the biggies, those big three. Okay. Now, Jennifer, tell me what did this person do for you right now? Well, I don't know if he did anything per se. I mean, he had my money in one of the longest bull markets. So I don't know if he could have. I think if he had thrown money at a stick, it would have made us money. Definitely. Um, so I, I think I, we were lucky in that the timing was good. And we, we are very diligent and, you know, con- we're very constant with putting money in, you know, mm-hmm. so that's a common thing. So we, we had the time on our side where we had a really good market and we had a consistency of constantly putting money in. But what is it invested in? So that's where it became sticky. It At the time it was in, uh, um, for both of us, my husband's rollover, my rollover and my my brokerage account, We I was in 15 funds, my husband was in 17 funds. What, in each of those accounts? In, in each in, account. Oh my God, okay. Um, and are they are they commission-based funds or are they? They were mostly ETFs and a couple of index funds and a couple of proprietary funds, which oh, we actually boy. did not find out about until we started talking to Charles Schwab's people. And the guy was like, oh yeah, that's a fund that's run by the fund company that oh, basically brother. everyone's money needs to go into that. A certain percentage of your money goes into that anyway. Mm-hmm. So even if it doesn't serve you, which mm. was sketchy <laughs> at best and a little mm-hmm. bit mm, at mm. worst. So yeah. that was, but the thing was the, it made money. It just never really kept pace with the market. And, you know, that kind of, and we weren't in and out uh, in any grand scale. It just felt as if it was the selections weren't, I mean, if he could have put me in the total S&P fund, I probably would have done better. Because we don't, we don't trade anything. So for me, my, my question is, and actually since I've, I sent you the letter, I've actually since signed with Facet. Well. Oh, interesting. Okay, so let me ask you a question. How much mm-hmm. money is in, each of you has a rollover. So what's in yes. your rollover account? Um, my rollover, <laughs> as, as of today, is just a squeaking pass of 600000 Wow. Okay. What about your husband's rollover? His is just shy of 200000 And you're both working currently, right? Yes. Okay. And what's in the brokerage account? I, my brokerage account has uh, 37000 mm-hmm. And my husband's has, uh, he plays with his. So his doesn't really, he has individual stocks in his. Oh, boy. So his, yeah, yeah. His has just shy of about 11000 Okay. And how much do you guys make together? Well, that's where it gets fun. I only make, well, I make 125, which is not to say only, by the way. I, that's a lot right. stuck out. But he just starts, a, he's starting a new job in about 
14, 15 days, but no one's yeah. counting, yeah. where he got a $50,000 bonus. So Whoa. his salary is now, uh, well, a bump in salary. So he's gone from 120 to 172. Wow, that's great. And so in your current job, you're using a 401k? Yes. And how much is in the current 401k? The current 401k is just shy of 100000 It actually made a bit of money and now we're, you know, so she's, she's languishing, languishing a bit. Okay. And your husband hasn't started his new job, so he'll use He hasn't something. started his new job. His current 401k, he's still there, is oh. at 180000 All right. And he'll roll that over into his own role, into his rollover? Yes, that okay. will roll over into a, a, most likely a Vanguard because FASA is putting us in Vanguard. Okay. Now, here's my next question for you. Mm-hmm. House. You own a house? We do own a house. How much is and it worth? It is worth uh, conservatively about five fifty. Mm-hmm. And we have a mortgage of left seventy eight thousand dollars. Wow, that's not a lot at all. How much? What's the interest rate on that? Two point nine nine from two thousand sixteen. Oh my god! Okay, and you got some cash floating around emergency reserve. Yeah, I have a. I'm a little conservative. I grew mm-hmm. up poor, Jill. I like okay. money. I like having lots of food in my house. Yeah, so I like it. My pantry looks like a Walmart, basically. Uh, I, my friends come she over was and like, shop. You were, you were basically prepared for the pandemic. I, yeah, yeah. I the mean, pandemic just caught up to you the, in terms yes, of your hoarding. Basic, okay. That and the social distancing, because I'm pretty antisocial. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> Already I like you, exactly. So what's in the emergency the reserve? The emergency fund right now is 115000 All right. That's good. Okay. That's okay. great. Don't worry about it. That's uh, fine. Uh, but I do earn interest. You do? Yeah. Wait, I have an wait. account with a bank, online bank called HM Bradley. Uh-huh. That pays 3% up to 100 grand. Oh, that's great. Where'd you find that? We just do a little search or did you go oh, to deposit I, I, accounts? I am online looking for that stuff. That's like my favorite thing to do. Fantastic. Oh, I am a bank hustler. Oh, I love it. I love that. I really want to hire you. Are you sure you don't want to become a CFP yourself? Well, I am a CFP for my friends, all of my girlfriends. I am based, I spend time looking at their benefits packages. Oh my God. Because this is a thing. Black women act like money is somehow going to magically appear on a tree somewhere. (laughs) And I'm like, no, if you don't own your money, you will be owned by money. It's funny that you said you said black women. I feel like it's a lot of women. I, it's well, a lot very of women, strange. It is, right? but you know, I can only speak to me, my, me, myself, and I. Yeah. And for me, I just feel like we have this this fear of money, because, mm-hmm. but it, it's really powerful because because that fear owns you. And mm. growing up without a lot of money, I said, you know, what I'm always going to have, I'm going to make myself get myself a position that I'm secure. Because then money won't own me. It'll just be a tool to do whatever the heck I want. You have really, I mean, you've taken control of this. Yes. You've hired a company to do it for you. Yes. Um, and so how are you feeling about that? Like, are you, do you want to take this over eventually? I mean, because there's no reason why yes. you sound incredibly bright. And, you know, you may be the kind of person who can easily manage her own money and financial life. So how oh. would you feel about that? That, that is the plan. Really and truly, what I'm trying to come up with is a plan for now, because mm-hmm. the plan in the future is pretty, pretty basic. We're going to work until we no longer enjoy it. And mm-hmm. then the next step is going to most likely be immigrate to Portugal. We Ooh. both love Portugal. My Portuguese is, eh, but it's getting there. 
the weather really, and it's really for me, I have um, a lupus in my family, so I have chronic joint pain and arthritis. So cold weather is not my friend, which is ironic since I love the downhill ski, by the way. I'm I'm always the only black chick on the the ski mountain. So... (laughs) You know, if you ever if you ever see a six foot tall black chick skiing, you're gonna say, "Hey, hi, it's Jennifer. I'm here." But it's lo- fine because I'd rather ski and have pain for two or three days afterwards than be sloshing around New Jersey in this crappy weather. How um, are you gonna get to Portugal? Like, do you have a, a um, European passport, or are you no, just gonna? But they. The, the job, the, the field that my husband is in is very desirable in that uh-huh. part of the world. Ah. And it's very transferable. Okay, great. All right. So people who do it themselves, the do-it-yourselfers, there is a, there's sort of like this this high bar that I put out there, meaning that you have to have the desire, which most people are like, I don't want to do this myself. Okay, so you have to have the desire, you have to have the time, you have to have the energy, and you have to have somewhat of the expertise. You don't have to be an mm. expert. What you have to be is kind of like, understand the the general premise of financial planning, which is, okay, we're in our 40s, we're socking away a lot of money, we have a lot of money, everything's cool. What we're going to plan to do is continue to do that and, you know, try to make this transition so that we can move overseas. And what's my time horizon to move overseas? Well, really, when my doctor says we're going to medicate you because your pain is no longer manageable by exercise and diet and uh, st- you know stress reduction. Uh-huh. Okay. So, you know, I've already, to put it in perspective, um, the joint pain, my sister has the same issue and she's had both hips replaced at 49. <gasps> no way. That's yes, terrible. Way. Holy so, crap. Living at 46, but I do exercise every day. I am ridiculously, if you think I'm obsessed with money, you should see my diet. I do everything in that I'm capable of, but of mm-hmm. course, genetics, genetics is genetics. Right. So, so so I think that what you could potentially do in your new relationship with the, the planner is to say, I'd like, you know, a game plan that in five years lays out how I would basically move abroad yeah. and let them do the work. Right. Yes. And, and say, you know, presuming that, you know, I'm just going to say this, like when I'm 50, 52, whatever I am, we want to move abroad. We're still going to be able to work, maybe not make quite as much for you. Right. I don't know Mm -hmm. if you could or you couldn't. And I want to see what that looks like for retirement, because I get the sense you don't spend a ton of money. Miss, I'm ready for Armageddon (laughs) in her pantry. So, I mean, if you think about it, you know, right now you've got six, eight, uh, a million, you got like $1.2 million already, not to mention you got a ton of equity in the house, which you could just blow out and use that money and spend it. And I think the only thing that I would consider doing, if that is really your game plan, is to, I really think beefing up the brokerage account is going to be important. You're going to have to have some non-retirement assets that are available. But I have a, a friend of mine who does planning work. And she is so excellent because what she'll do is she'll say, I can do the plan. You can execute the plan. And so you can, you can have a plan that is conducted for you. You can do some, you know, you can get out of this other environment. You want to get divorced. This is like your nice relationship. You're your nice. It's not a rebound relationship. It's sort of like that nice, comfy relationship that maybe not be the, may not be the long-term relationship, but it's kind of good right now. And I think that would be a good step for you guys. And then you can take it over. You really can. This I don't want you to think that there is any, there's no mystery. And when I say take the mystery out of your financial life, you know what I'm usually saying? I'm saying you are the mystery. You put all that emotion into it. We all do this to ourselves. You sound just like the type of person who could do it yourself. 
You really awesome. do. The last week's thing that just started, well, it will start in a couple of weeks, is that we now have mm-hmm. a potential for the pension because the new job has a pension. <gasps> oh, that's so great. And healthcare from 59 oh, and a half. And see. your dependents are covered. He's going to love it. I mean, it's just like. He's going to love it because you're going to make him love it. Let's be Well, honest, he's going to love it because it's right up his alley. He's a He has this kind of mind that I can't even fathom that actually likes math and science and putting stuff together and figuring I, out how things work. I would tell you work. something. You're pretty mathy. I, I think you well, got I'm a math I'm only mathy head. if there's a dollar sign in front of it. <laughs> I kid you not. If that is the only math that I understand. If there's a dollar sign, Yes. When you're ta- when you start getting into all the technical mumbo jumbo, I'm like, dude, my head hurts. Just stop. Oh so. my god! All right, so I think this is all great. It all makes, but again, it's also makes sense that you can now use this opportunity, use this new relationship, get the planning done. And, you know, from there, you can decide whether or not you want to take it over. You can take your time doing that. It's, it's, yeah. It sounds like a great plan. Um, estate planning? How's, oh, how's, yeah. yeah. Ten years ago. And every, we, we review it. We review it. We don't change anything. Um, it's very simple. It's, a, you know, a sweetheart. And then I had one, one more question, if I may. Okay. So should I be doing, because we're now going to be fully, we used to be able to tiptoe into the, the one, the 22% tax, yep. you know, with all our redu- deductions, but we're not going to be able to do that anymore. We're going to fully be in the 24. But what I'm thinking is, should I look at doing 401k, the Roth version? Because I did not realize that the Roth 401k also had RMDs and that I do not like at all. But, but, but. as Mark likes to say, even though that they have the RMDs, as soon as you step down from wherever you are, you give your notice, mm-hmm. you can roll it into a Roth IRA and then you don't have RMDs. Right. Okay. I'm doing 2000 a month towards the brokerage account for the next 10 years minimum. And then the plan really is to just have this huge bridge, a yeah. huge, you know, to just carry us over. We, we were thought about the Roth and that's an, that wasn't an option with his previous place, but this new place offers it. So yeah, I would do it. March. Yep. I'll rock all the time for March then. Yep. Okay. You betcha. You betcha. It's a, it's, it's, it's a go. I love the story. Keep us posted. Let us know if there's anything we can do. <laughs> it's uh, it's really great to talk to you. And I wish you and your husband great success and no pain. Uh, I mean, really, hopefully you can navigate this, but really, I think you guys are in great shape. So thanks for contacting us. If you are like Jennifer and you want a little bit of a, just a reality check, do we need someone to help us out? Do we not? Do you have some account where someone has put you into 15 exchange traded funds? Yowza. That's a lot. That's about, um, I don't know, 11 more than I want. Right, Mark? (laughs) So give us a holler. Just go to the website, jillonmoney.com. Click the contact us button and then we'll get your note. Don't forget, you can subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts and check out our other program. It's called Eye on Money. Get it right on our website. Thanks so much for listening. Just remember to do something nice for someone else today. Grit, growth, grace. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Where's the kiss? Oh, 